thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. All right. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hey, I want to welcome you to today's episode of Bible News Radio. You guys are in for a treat. Yeah, you are. Something magical is going to happen today. Yeah, well, you know why? Because for the first time in the history of my show, which has been on air 16 years, I am going to have somebody on here talking about magic and Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like, is it biblical? Are illusions good for you people? Are they, huh? That's my question. Have you ever partaken in a magic show? You ever see David Blaine levitate and all those weird, creepy tricks? Have you ever been super judgmental about people like that? Well, I have, just so you know. Oops. And today, what I can tell you is that uh, I am cracking the mold in Christian media. Yeah, I am. We're, we're, uh, yeah, like an egg, you know. The yolk is on me. <laughs> I know, that was bad, right? <laughs> anyway, hey, I uh, so let me tell you how I found out about today's guest. So I was in a, a, a networking group. It was a Christian networking group. And uh, I meet a lot of people. I know a lot of people, you guys. And uh, anyway, I connected with Stephen Wood, who is my guest tonight. We did a one-on-one, and I interrogated the poor guy. I'm like, hey, don't you think this is of the devil? <laughs> and he actually won me over. He won my heart. He he explained to me why he does what he does. And uh, and I have to tell you that I invited him on the show so we could have an intellectual discussion and also so he could do some little like sleight of hand stuff, you know. He has been doing magic for about 26 years now. He goes to the Salvation Army Church and what I can tell you is that uh, I think he will entertain you tonight. Yeah, he will. So do me a favor, uh, go ahead and uh, share this out on every platform you can. Um, I know that most of, most of the platforms are hiding all its Christian content now. So just keep sharing it because maybe two or three other people will get to see it as a result. Um, and certainly take the next hour and just enjoy the time that we have together, okay? Because it's going to be fun. Steven actually performs magic virtually. And, um, you know, he's done a whole bunch of other fun stuff that we're going to talk to him about. So uh, I hope, you know, do me some favors, too, and comment. Let me know that you can hear me okay and and all that. Um, And I will do my best to uh, acknowledge your comments and stuff throughout the show. So without further ado, people, Stephen Wood is my guest. He's a magician. Yeah, he is. Okay, here he is. Poof, see how we did that? That was amazing, wasn't it? I'm impressed. I'm impressed. <laughs> Are you? But you know what? You got you had the music going, and I was sitting here dancing to the music, so they all missed that aspect of the show, man. Come on. I know. Jeez. I haven't recorded, oh, though. You what? I haven't recorded. Oh, you haven't recorded? Okay, just cut, put, take that part of the recording and get rid of it. There's no need to have that <laughs> evidence out there for my life. I, I appreciate c- it. I could take the clip and throw it over on Instagram later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The magic of editing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the t- magic of editing. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So here you are um, on our show. You're a magician and you're not of the yep. devil. Um, nope. Nope. In fact, okay. Nope. So tell us a little bit more. Okay. I already told everybody the brief life story of yours that you've been doing magic for 26 years approximately and you go to the Salvation Army. But who else mm-hmm. are you? You husband? Um, so I am a I am a husband. I am a father. Um, I've been married for over twenty, for almost twenty years. I have a I have a twenty seven year old. Well, twenty six year old will be twenty seven in July. I have a thirteen year old. Um, I have a granddaughter. 
No. So um, I'm a I'm a grandfather. That's right. I'm that old. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's see what else can I tell you about me. Uh, I actually have a degree in psychology and music. I am a I am a classically trained tuba player. Um, so I play tuba at my at the Salvation Army in Pasadena. That's my church. I'm in the, the church brass band, so I'm part of music ministry at my church. Cool. Let's see what else can I tell you. I'm six foot two, blonde hair, blue eyes. I like little tiny rocks. Oh wait a minute, that would be a different kind of a profile. Never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, let's see what else can I tell you. Um, anything else interesting? I do P90X every day. How about that? I don't have no idea what that is. Well, if you look up Tony Horton on the internet, you'll find out P90X is a an extreme exercise program, and I do that to. Uh, I, I, so I was diagnosed with diabetes last year, and I do that to uh, keep control of my glucose, um, eat well. How about this? I'll give you this one. Okay. Since I have been <laughs> in quarantine, I've actually lost 1.5 percent body fat. Wow, good for you. Yeah. So other people are eating more. I'm losing more. So I like that. That's always nice. I know you're doing the ketogenic diet too, aren't you? Yes, I am. I also eat keto. I do all of that so I can uh, control my uh, control my glucose. I want to be around till I'm till I'm 100. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. Good. 100 is a good goal. And just so yes. everybody knows, you're in your you're are you 50, 51? I forgot. I know you're. I'm 51. 51. Okay, so you're the same age as yeah. me. Yes, exactly. That's right. And you didn't think. And when you first talked to me, you didn't think I was the same age as you. Ha. Yeah. No, I didn't. I thought you were a lot younger. <laughs> I did. Exactly. It's because. And, and I, hmm. you know, I get that sometimes. So I, uh, I understand. Yeah. But yeah, I. Some people think I'm. I've. I have some people who have. I said you can't have a granddaughter. I don't believe you. So I have to get out my wallet and show them my ID, so they know that I actually was born in 1968. I was born in 1968. In fact, I was born on August 26, 1968, and that was the day of the Democratic Convention. That was uh, the, the, the riots were going on in Chicago, I believe it was. So my mom told me that she was sitting there holding me, holding me in her arms, watching a riot go on at the Democratic Convention when I was. Wow. Yeah. There's so much different. There's so much stuff that, I, that I'm sure that would be even slightly interesting about my life. I'm not sure if any of it is as interesting as a good discussion about uh, the, about theology and how it relates to sleight of hand and <laughs> precedentation. But there's a lot of interesting, little interesting things about my life. Um, you know, coming up with a, a, a virtual show, I, I make my living doing this. This is the way I make money. And so uh, having had to learn to uh, twist and transform shows from live shows to virtual has been just a very, uh, a very interesting challenge. Mm. Um, you, you've done that. You did start doing that 16 years ago. I started doing that about a month ago. And it, it's, uh, it helps to have a, a performer's personality. It helps to be able to reach through the screen to people and to be able to reach beyond the screen. But things like things I never thought of, like uh, when I perform live, there are bodies in the room. Uh, people are there, and not so I have the, their reaction immediate, but also I have the energy that comes from live bodies. Yep. So when I'm performing virtually, I actually have to put about two times, two or three times the amount of energy out, so that I project me through that camera to the people and bring them into the show. It's actually. Uh, the virtual show is actually the most tiring kind of show that I do. And I wouldn't have known that before this. But on top of that, um, <clears throat> looking at this virtually, virtually is a, it's just a different beast. Um, I've done, I did a private virtual magic show for a family. And one of the best parts about it was one of them was in uh, St. Louis. One of them was in Texas. One of them was in California. One of them was on the East Coast. So it becomes a thing where the reach of the internet can be much greater. Um, there's a there's a, a ministry called GTI Hope that I work with. They help educate um, Southeast Asian women, uh, put them through a 10-month uh, literacy course because most of the women can't read, they can't write, they don't know how to deal with money. Um, and in doing that, we put on I put on a virtual fundraiser for them two weeks ago, and we got people from Florida, people from California, people from the middle of the country. The reach of this, if uh, 
if the marketing is done correct, is so much larger than doing a, a birthday party for someone's 55th birthday in Southern California. So there are there are some real um, real exciting things that come to doing virtual shows. You just can't get any other way. So yeah, I like that. Well. You you actually just hit on a couple of interesting points that I don't think most people understand unless they do it. You talk about the energy, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. it's what I can tell you is when people record a podcast and post it versus doing a live show with people that you can talk to, there is way more energy. That's why I love it when my my people show up because I'm like, oh, there's more energy. I can definitely feel it. Just like when you go to a networking meeting in person, there's way yep. more energy than doing it online, like where we met. It's like, yeah. so I, I absolutely agree. Mm -hmm. And it's it, it, the, the way it plays off each other. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's you, okay. But it's, but it's true because you've hit on something that's absolutely that unless you're a host of a live show interacting with people, you do not get you don't you really don't get how much how important your audience is so because we do the show I, don't, I mean if i want to talk to myself i could just record myself I, it's no big deal <laughs> look in the mirror hi stays oh you look great today oh gosh yeah you do you look awesome i mean what does that oh. do for myself seriously oh. not much <laughs> but when I'm in front of a camera and I'm talking to you people, then you get it. And, and when you say hi, people back to me, then you, I know that you're out there. Um, and when your audience begins to mock you and use your language and wear your brand, <laughs> it, it's even better because you're like, oh my gosh, they're wearing the Bible News Radio brand. They're saying people, people back to you. And they're saying, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Like that echo weird thing that I got going on. I don't even know how I started that. It's part of my charm, apparently. Yeah, it is. Um, Gets old though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so uh, I yeah, never, I would never mock you to your face. Yes, I would. Yeah, yes, you would. I would. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so that is exactly what I'm talking about. So you get it. Oh, uh, I do get it. I know. Yes, I do. Yes, yes do. I do. All right, so show us something. Do a trick for us or an illusion. Show us something. Well, for... Show us something. <clears throat> yes. Okay, you want me to show you something. You don't want to talk about magic first? Well, okay. It's okay, well, do you want to talk about it? Cause, yeah. I would, well, it's your show. I'm just on it. This is your show. I'm just living in it. So <clears throat> it's really it's okay. up to you. Randall, has you want me pull... to do Randall right now has you just your head, so he doesn't see what you're about ready to do. So I don't know, Bearface, you might want to throw him on. I don't know if you're going to talk about. I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> before we talk about it, or let, let me say this way, how about we talk about it? Are you of the devil? Okay. Isn't um, isn't I'm... which isn't magic, sorcery, and witchcraft? Yeah, there we there we uh, go. Okay, that's a good question. Thank you. So let me. So is magic M A G I C? Sorcery and witchcraft, and the short answer is no. Magic is not; it is sleight of hand. It is not now. It's not like um, it's not trying to call on the power of Satan to do things. Sometimes when I think about magic, and especially from a Christian perspective, um, I, I ask people, "Have you ever seen a, an object lesson being done in Sunday school?" And magic, when especially when it's given the right theme. Is basically a very, very good object lesson. Um, now, that object lesson doesn't always have to have a spiritual theme to it. I'm going to show you my 26-year-old son's favorite trick in a little bit. That's not a that that theme to the trick is my theme, but it also it, it also um, impresses what's important to me. Uh, it impresses what's on my heart through the tools that I use as a professional magician, as a professional sleight of hand artist. So I wanna say right now, I wanna promise everyone who's watching that what you're going to see me do is sleight of hand. It is not M-I-G-I-C-K. It is not the, the kind of thing that calls on the power of Satan. This is sleight of hand. Now, you may not be able to tell what I'm doing, in other words, what the secret is, but what I'm doing is sleight of hand. There is no M-A-G-I-C-K involved in anything I do. I'm not asking Satan to come down. And, and I'll even tell you, you, talk, you were talking about, um, about David Blaine. Mm -hmm. David Blaine 
is a sleight of hand artist. He's not doing M A G I C K. He is using um, he is using classic techniques in prestidigitation, ledger domain, and then he's applying certain other techniques that sometimes come into the limits of what you see on TV to give that effect. Um, you'll see also that he has a different uh, he has a different presentation because he has a different presentation. What he really has is a, a, a different motivation. His heart motivation is not the same as mine or as other Christian illusionists who are trying to express the eternal, the, the eternal message of Christ crucified. We're, and really in my show, running through most of my shows is an underlying theme of love, acceptance, and salvation. You're not going to see that from David Blaine. Now, that doesn't mean what he's doing is satanic. In fact, he, but he does cultivate this image, you know, that he wants people to see. He wants people to see him as being this image on TV. But that image on TV has nothing to do with whether, again, he's calling on the policy. In fact, he's not. I, I and um, I say this gently, but he, what he's trying to do is carve out a niche in the marketplace so that people remember him and want to watch his entertainment. That's really what he's trying to do. Um, and, and I got again, I want to be very careful with people so people I don't ruin things. But I will tell you that I know uh, about 99% of how David Blaine does what he does. Because again, what even him, he's not doing, he's not doing, you know, calling the power of Satan kind of thing. It is sleight of hand. It is a secret. It is not. It is not the power of Satan. And I said this to you, Stacy, and I'm going to say it now. If someone thinks that what I do is satanic, then Satan has already won. And I, I that it, it's. I hate That's to say it that point. way, but I, I, I was reading in I was rereading um, Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. And one of the things C.S. Lewis hypothesizes in the screw tape letters is that real deception and real satanic power is not done right now. It's not It's not here and now most of the time. It's found over a long period of time. It, that deception happens over our lifetime, and it gets into the way we behave and behavioral patterns. And if you've already been, you're already convinced that what a magician doing is satanic, then Satan has already won because the true power of Satan is so much stronger and deeper and and so much more and just as um just as uh, just as under the the foot of God as anything else but Satan's power is so much is different it's not a card trick it's not sleight of hand it's true deception that takes you in out of your life and takes you to some place that you don't want to go which is if I can be so blunt Mm-hmm. So, true. Okay, so let's see. That was about eight minutes of blathering on. How did it go? That went good. Okay, so we're going to put you on full <laughs> screen so then people can see okay. you. <clears throat> All right, so now you're on full screen so people can see what you're doing. Okay, and people share okay. this out if you're if you're watching live and you can see you can see this. Share this out. So, first thing I'd like to show you, I talked about uh, different themes. So I am going to show you my. Uh, 26-year-old son's favorite trick. It's been his favorite trick for a while now, and it's done with a dollar bill. Now, to show you his favorite trick, I'm going to have to show you my favorite bill for any show that I do. So do me a favor. Watch the bill. Uh, it will never leave your sight, but with a twist and a blow, I will take and turn that bill into my favorite bill for any show that I do. And my favorite bill happens to be A. One hundred dollar bill. Okay, you did it. Um, what... <laughs> yeah, you did. Did you did you get a good look at that? Did you see that? Do I need to come close to the camera? Yeah, it was hard to see because. Okay, I'm... let me come close to the camera. Okay. Yeah, let's. See. I'll get close to the camera. That's <clears throat> not a problem. Yeah. Okay. Now, so so um, let me talk about this trick for a minute. Um. Because there's a couple of problems with this trick. Okay. Problem number one is that when people see this, um, greed wins out. 
Right. And what I mean is they like to keep the bill like that. The second problem is I'm going to be giving a show in about a week. And if I leave the bill like this, the government is going to come to my door because they con they consider this counterfeiting. So what I have to do now is show you my 26-year-old's least favorite trick. And I'm going to show you his least favorite trick so that I can uh, stay out of jail and do my show in about a week. So his, the least favorite trick is if I give that $100 bill a twist and a blow. And I turned it back into the one. Now, that may be his least favorite trick, but at least I get to keep my um, my freedom intact. Good point. And that's, a, th <laughs> that's the point. But that's what was magic, turning a $1 bill into 100 So there's not two, two, there's not $2 there? Like you don't have the $100 bill stuck to that some way? Uh, I, I, one of the reasons why I turn it around like this all the time uh -huh. is to let you see the front and the back. Right. Here, you can even see the side, uh -huh. so you can see everything on the bill. So that, that's one of the reasons why I do that. Now, I have to admit there's another reason why I, um, I, I, I turned it back to the dollar. Um, it's because uh, the next trick I'm going to do, I want to put a little skin in the game. And if I leave it as 100, that's a little bit too much skin. So here's what I mean by skin in the game, okay? okay. So I am going to promise you right now, Stacy, if this trick does not work, I'm going to mail you this dollar bill. Aren't I, General? Yeah, you Aren't are. I nice? You are. Yeah. You're so nice. Now, have, did you notice that there's been a card out on the table the entire time? Uh, yeah. That, that'll be important in a second, okay? Okay. So here's what we're going to do. I am going to take a deck of cards out. Randall's and trying, I am going to, just, just so you know, Randall's trying to, like, make it bigger on the table. So. <laughs> okay. So what I'm going to do is start dealing cards onto the table, okay? Okay. Now, as I deal them, your job is going to be to say stop anytime you like. Okay, stop. Here? Yep. Okay, you don't we can keep going. I can go back. No, Here? no, that's good. Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. We're okay. gonna put a little bit more skin in the game. We're gonna do that by marking the place with the dollar bill. And we'll get back to that. Now I would like to show you the card that's been sitting on the table the whole time. Can you see that? All right, the five of hearts. Exactly. Okay. And let's take a look at where you stopped. You ready? Uh-huh. And you stopped at the five of hearts. Okay. So is that a deck of just- Wait, 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 wait. It gets better. It gets better. Okay. Remember I said I had, <laughs> remember I had said I said, I said I had some skin in the game, right? True. Yeah. Well, let me, do you, let me help you understand what that skin in the game does for me. You ready? Okay. Okay, so you got five parts on there. Wait, 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 yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. It gets better than that. It gets better than that. <laughs> yes, it gets better than that. Because not only do I have skin in the game, you've done something pretty amazing. Yeah, I have. You see, you stopped at the, you stopped at the five of hearts, right? All right. Uh, let's get that back on the camera. Okay. But you know what? If you'd stop me here, or here, or here, or here. Or there, or there, or there, or there, this okay. trick wouldn't have worked. If you would stop me here, or here, or here, or here, if you would stop me at any place else in this deck, this trick wouldn't have worked. If you take a look, you stop me at the only place in the deck. Wow. that made this trick work. I'm amazing. Talking Talk about having some skin in the game. <clears throat> That's pretty impressive, actually. <laughs> well, so, thank you. So you thank you, you very much. Just go like like that and make them all five of hearts. But if I did that, it would take away from this lovely <laughs> picture that we have. On, But, you know, if, if we want to go one step further, um, when it comes to finding out where your life needs to sit, as far as God is concerned, this is a good example of that.
Because the only place that you're going to find that match for your life and that match that's going to bring you to a saving knowledge of God is if you put your faith in Christ. No other place but Christ can your eternity, can your eternity be guaranteed. Just something to think about. True. <clears throat> that's very true. Yeah, it's very true. And uh, this is how, this is a little bit of how you take a, a precedentation and put a different, um, a different message on it. Whether it's a message about my son and his favorite trick, or it's a message about how Christ can save you, and He's the only way to to get to heaven. He's the only way to have fellowship with the eternal God that we know and love. Look at this picture right in front of your face of an eternal uh, an eternal message that's done just with a deck of cards. That's one of the things that makes me different because I am not afraid. In fact, I love putting the message of Christ behind the things that I do. And uh, I think it's a very powerful way. That to, this is an object lesson in and of itself, an object lesson about Christ and everything else that does not lead to God. Mm. That's very good. So how does each of the fives represent Christ as 10? How does each of these fives represent Christ? Yeah. Well, we, okay. So when we're as Christians, well, as people, what one of the things that we, that has been talked about as people is that we have a, a hole in our spiritual self that is looking to be matched by Christ saving us. So this is for me. This is finding Christ to be our spiritual match. You know. Now I have to say that the that the um that the, the object lessons are not always perfect i'm not i'm not one to be, i'm not one to say that it is sometimes what so you do some of this for the effect so that so that for instance um when i do an hour of gospel magic here's how i work i do a half hour of magic so it's entertainment it gets people on my side and then after they're on my side as entertainer I can now talk to them for a half hour about the gospel and what it means to what it really means to be a child of God. So sometimes you're entertaining to get the um, permission, subconscious permission from the people to be able to tell them about the gospel. So I'm, I'm not going to claim that this is the perfect representation, uh, not in any way. And in fact, I will tell you between you, me and your listeners, this is the first time that I actually put that meaning this effect so i'm yeah so um it's just it's not a perfect representation but it is a representation of if you want to find meaning in your life if you want to find fellowship with the god of the universe if you want to be in a place where you're you know you're saved and you know that when you die you are going to go to heaven the only place you can find that is in christ for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You cannot find that. I'm gonna, you can't find it in Muhammad. You can't find it in any other major religion in the world. The difference between Christianity and every other major religion is that Christianity has, it has the one leader of Christianity, Jesus, who claimed to be God and then proved it. Yeah. Because he was cruci- he was crucified, and then he was he was brought back to he brought he was resurrected from the dead. He is it's the only major religion where our the, the leader of our belief is still alive, and he is alive, and he is in heaven, and he's waiting to come back for us. Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm getting the, I'm starting to preach now. I apologize. Let me get off my let me get off my preaching stand. Here. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I like it. But, um, thank you, uh, and I actually do too. Um, but it's so this is a, a is an imperfect representation of a perfect situation and I, I will I do my best to to use what I have to represent represent things like that so so how did you get interested in doing magic with with cards in particular and do you do any other forms of magic besides with cards oh yes so um the so I mean as a, when, as a kid I you know I 
learned a couple of card tricks, but it wasn't anything that I was interested in doing as a living, as a vocation, until I was on a, bra- a tour with my church brass band, the one, one that I'm in at, in Pasadena. We were on a trip to Estes Park, Colorado, and I was playing tuba with the band. We were there to be a guest band at a, a Scottish tattoo, or it's like a, a field show for adults, you know, basically. And um, the band went to eat at a really expensive Mexican restaurant that I didn't, I, honestly, I couldn't afford to eat at. Mm-hmm. But in this little strip mall in Estes Park, Colorado, there was a magic shop next to the Mexican restaurant. So I went do- next door to the magic shop, and the magician behind the counter showed me a trick called Wild Card. And for me, watching that trick, it was an instant visual hook. So what I did was I bought the trick, and then I showed it to everybody on the on the band tour for the rest of the trip, um, bugged them and bugged them. When I got back to California from Estes Park, Colorado, uh, there was a magic shop in Glendale, and in, in, yeah, in Glendale, California, called Russell Lewis's Magic Palace. I went there and bought about seven hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff. I studied for nine months, and then I studied street performing in Old Town Pasadena. Um, that's how I got my start. Um, and if you notice, uh, I'm a little crazy because I was willing to go out after eight months street perform on the uh, streets of, of Old Town Pasadena at a point in time in which, on a Friday night, it was so busy you couldn't people basically couldn't walk at that point in time. Mm-hmm. But that's a little bit of what God created me to be to be willing to go out there and do that. Um, and as you can see, see, it even translates to this because five minutes ago I was sitting there preaching instead of doing magic. So this is what God, is, God has created me to be. He's created me to, to, to not only entertain people, but to challenge them as well. Right. That's cool. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> I just got Are you some... getting more than you getting more than you expected? Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> hey, I think this is great. So, <clears throat> so I'm here to announce that Vicky is now out of Facebook jail. <laughs> it just it just came through. Vicky was in jail from Facebook. I just have to give that announcement. She's free, everybody. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Oh, anyway, okay. that's good. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm glad she was let out. <laughs> okay, so do you have any? other uh any other tricks that you want to show us because i think that's kind of fun and i don't know how many people i feel like we're in facebook and youtube and periscope jail because i can't see anybody but anyway do i have so i I have to admit i only (laughs) came prepared to do two tricks because what i want people to do is uh come to a couple of virtual shows yeah Oh, wait, I don't mean to advertise. Should I stop doing that? Um, no, I'm just kidding. I, I can advertise a little bit. Of course bit. you should. You should um, definitely advertise because this is how you make your living and all your shows have been stopped. And I have to yeah. tell you, yesterday I was in a networking meeting. It wasn't in the one we met in, but it was in a different one. And there's a guy who is amazing. I posted his thing on my Facebook page. This guy's amazing. All his live concerts have been canceled. So, yes, that's part of the reason we're having you here because I want people to, you know. So, you, you know, so understand, so for, those, for those people to understand, uh, when you work within the entertainment industry, especially at the level I'm at, um, you get a lot of private gigs. And so for from March, April, May, June, and uh, even one in July, I had, all, I had all of my gigs in a five-month time period either cancel or move six months out so that's five months worth of that's five months worth of money of, of living expenses gone in yeah. literally a week um I, I there was one day i had four people call and cancel and it, it was um that that's always a, that's always an exciting thing it, it puts your it puts your faith to the test to be honest i mean do i depend on people hiring me for shows or do i depend on the lord where is my provision from? Is my provision from the Lord or is my provision from someplace else? Yep. That being, th- that being said, it's, um, it, the shows that I'm doing now I have a little bit of a different flair to it. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, again, we're talking about being able to interact with people. That's a little different. But it's also, they also have another, another little fling to it. For instance, a week from today at 4.30 uh, Pacific time so that would be 6 30 for central 7 30 for eastern standard time and if you're in england you can figure that out yourself 
But um, right. at, so yeah, exactly. For, I'm going to say 4.30 Pacific time. I will be doing a benefit show for a group called uh, Big Dream Honduras. They're a charity that works off the East Coast, and their mission is to help children in Honduras uh, have better education, uh, learn be, just to be able to bring themselves up in a better way. What they're trying to do right now is for a school that they're, they're involved with, they, they want to raise enough funds to get five laptops for the children in the school so that they'll have that as an educational tool. So that's, so what we're going to do is magic for a big dream. 4.30 p.m. it will be held on Zoom. You'll see me in, in to be in something like this. Uh, it'll be basically in this uh, in this environment, and it's a it, it's thirty dollars. It's thirty dollars per camera. So, for instance, I had one person ask me, can, "Once I get that Zoom link, can I give it to all my friends?" No, this is going to be like a virtual theater. Now that means that if you want all of your friends to see it, invite them over to the house. They can all watch it behind the same camera. That's cool. But the idea here is that you, you're paying $30 for one virtual seat with your camera, and then that money is going to go to benefit um, Big Dream Honduras. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's really an exciting way to help a charity raise money. There's not a lot of overhead, obviously. So with no overhead, that means that almost all of the funds raised for the, for the charity goes directly to the charity. And I, I like that. Um, it's uh, it's also a little different as far as the show is concerned. I do will have I do have like if you can think about this stage manager kind of like your husband is your stage manager. I will have a stage manager who helps to run the room, and that's that's important. But imagine being able to take thirty dollars, see an hour and fifteen minute show, and having fun, being entertained with clean entertainment, entertainment that that's uh, really praising to our Lord, and then not only are you going, you're making a difference here, now you're making a difference with children in Honduras. So you get the value of a fantastic show and knowing that, that money, the money is going to go to help children in Honduras. So how are you going to make money, though? Oh, I have my ways. Okay, like turning $1 uh, bills into $100 bills? Well, you, you know, that's, that's, you say that, and so so let's talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about that for a moment, okay? okay cool. Because it is cool, Yeah. but I can see why people would have questions about what I do for a living. Sure. And so there's a magician that I know, his name is Michael Amar, and Michael is, I'm very, I very much enjoy what he does. I've learned a lot from him. And he postulizes that if I could really do magic, there are probably only two tricks in magic that I would do. One would be uh, turning a one into a hundred and continually doing that. And the other would be um, would be what they, it was called the miser's dream. That's pulling coins out of the air and putting them in a bucket. Ah. Because those two tricks are as close to appealing to the greed portion of our of our psyche as anything. That's why when I talk about greed winning out, uh, I, I don't didn't choose that just as a fluke. There's a reason why I chose that. Yep. It's because that does speak to that. So I can understand why when people are looking at magic, why they, they might think, wow, this has the opportunity to be really negative. So, you know, doing that, using that effect, when you, you might laugh a little bit about it. But it, you know, it's true that I, I have to take very careful steps to make sure that that doesn't that that effect doesn't play into greed, but it plays into a larger uh, a larger effect of love and my my son and his favorite trick and keeping keeping the themes in in a way that the themes will speak to people and will not be themes that would <clears throat> be negative or satanic. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I'm so, so I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to uh, do a little bit of a, a transition into the let's talk about magic and Christianity part. How did I do? You did good. You did great, Thank actually. You. Uh, and we believe it or not, <laughs> this has gone by so fast. So it's like we got like 15 minutes or so, maybe, okay. maybe, maybe okay. 20 more left of the show. <clears throat> 
So, uh, um, let's see. You know, I always well, find that it's good that if the, the magician leaves the broadcaster speechless, this is a good thing. Actually, you know, that happens very rarely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. It's a good thing. So, okay. So, how can we help you then? <laughs> Aside from you know, getting your name out there a little bit more, maybe to some people who don't know you, because I personally, you know, like I said, I, I, you know, I've, I've interviewed super famous people to people that nobody knows. And my heart's always been for the underdog. Not that you're an underdog, but you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's, it's Here been. Here I come to save the day. Underdog is on his way. All right. That's, <laughs> that comes from a childhood spent wasted in front of the TV. Yes. My apologies. Popeye on channel five. <laughs> On yes, Saturday morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you did you ever watch uh, Hercules on Saturday morning? Probably. Where he had the where he had the ring and he put the, the ring up. And, uh, I I watched all of those. Yeah. So you want to know Pers- how you can help me? Personally, Tom Slick. Oh. Tom Slick was my favorite. No, okay. Inch well, High Private Eye was my favorite because I'm sure I I I like Space Ghost myself, um, and not the Space Ghost talk show that came later. I like the original Space Ghost a lot. Okay. And I also I, I also like this is may give you more insight into me than that, or you want. I like the Super Friends. Especially oh, yeah. the Wonder Wonder Twins activate yeah. bang. Yeah, I like that too. So um yeah, you you're probably getting to know more about me than you ever wanted to. How can you help me? Yes. Um well, let's see. Uh, for one th- way you can help me is you can have better cue cards so I don't go off on a tangent all the time. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> Oh God, I'm dying! All right, it's always it's always fun to die on the internet, so people have they, they know it's happening. Oh yeah, so how can you help me? Um, there's a couple there's a couple of ways you can help me now. So with the uh, the shows that I'm doing to raise money, I, I do get paid for those. Okay. Um, and so it, you know that in California and LA County, we have three more months of stay at home. So um, we're not going to have, I'm not going to have the live show opportunities. So if someone in your audience knows a charity that would like to raise money and there's no overhead to it, it's just a question of advertising it, getting people to come on to have a quality show that will entertain people and give them a little bit more understanding about what their charity does. If you know a charity, have them contact me. This is a, this is really a great way to promote charity, promote myself, to help like the charity move forward as far financially, mm-hmm. and to, to make an event, even within these times, that makes that does something for a charity. Uh, uh, like for instance, Alleluia Baskets. They uh, is, is another group that I'm working with. It's a charity I'm working with. They work out of St. Louis, and uh, the she the Karen is the owner of Alleluia Baskets. She does close to 4,000 Easter baskets every year for underprivileged children in St. Louis. But she's at that point in time in her, um, in, in her ministry, in her charity, where she needs to take the next step. So creating an event like this for Alleluia Baskets allows her, um, allows her charity to expand its reach and to grow a little larger in a way that she can handle and will help her meet the needs and the goals of those kids as well as will help her meet the goals of what she wants to do with the charity. So that, with that in mind, someone out there knows a charity that would like to raise money in an original way and think outside the box, outside the box and inside the magic, have them give me a call. 626-393-6361. All right. Well, I actually just wrote down two charities of people that I know lead these charities. Uh, And they both, they both assist women, women in need. So I will, I, I, I will be making a couple of phone calls for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, it's uh, one of them's in it, California, it, and the other one is in Atlanta, I think. Okay, uh, I would be more than happy to have that discussion with them. Um, if you want to know other ways that uh, people can help me, um, I, I don't have the, I don't have the link available right now, but I. There is a, a, a different website. It's called uh, Patreon.com. Mm-hmm. And do you, do you know about Patreon? I do. Yes. Well, I am a Patreon artist, so they could they could find me on Patreon and then help support my artistry over uh, like on a month to month time period. In fact, 
that would be a good thing to do for Bible radio ministries as well, to help them if they had a Patreon account. People who are watching this right now, there, there are expenses that need to be met with for Bible ministries. So perhaps you should find out if uh, Stacy has a Patreon account and be willing to help support the ministry in a very financial way. You know, it, one of the things that I, I, I love about Facebook is that you get a lot of you can get a lot of uh, advertisement. But there are times when people will do this. They will press like, and then that's all they'll do. It's, it, you know, like is good. So you like it, and maybe they'll even put the post out on Facebook. But when it comes time to getting out their wallet and putting the money down, they don't make the connection between like, post, and financial support. Well, every ministry that I'm aware of, including my own, needs to meet the bills, man. Mm-hmm. So if uh, if Bible Bible Radio Ministries blesses the people who are listening right now, and you have a Patreon account, <laughs> Stacy, it's time for them to think about supporting the ministry in a very practical way. Yes. Well. By the, by, uh, by the way, Stacy, do you notice I'm doing my job? I am doing <laughs> I am doing fundraising in a magic situation. So now people can see exactly what they're getting when they have a, fund, a fundraising magician helping their charity get a little bit more money. Yeah, well, Bible News Radio. Bible News Radio, uh, okay. <laughs> and I'll, I'm sure It's my I'll show. <laughs> Let me just uh, go over here and, yeah. Bible but Radio people... Ministries is probably. <laughs> They're probably was... going, wow, we're getting a lot of money right now, yeah. No, do you, hey, I got to tell you something. I actually, this, you want to hear something funny and I'm just teasing you. I, I literally had, (laughs) I've had two or three guests who I've had on promoting their product and they actually went and promoted another ministry to give to the other ministry while they're on my show. That seems to be a gift of mine. Um, (laughs) Can can I tell you a story about having me help raise money for you? So uh, I was talking about the GTI Hope show I did. Mm-hmm. And so we had uh, 41 people, 41 cameras, and uh, the 41 cameras, it, it helped to raise money for GTI Hope. Well, after the show, so th- the show was made up of mostly people who had no idea about GTI Hope. I had a, uh, there was a birthday party that happened virtually at the show. So they had, there were like seven cameras of 30, 35 people who were there celebrating uh, this one woman's birthday. Well, after the show, one of the people in the birthday party donated another $125 to GTI. Another person in the show bought a sewing machine for the, for to minister to, pe- to women that GTI ministers to. The sewing machine helped them have a vocation and make money and become a, a, a part of the Southeast Asian uh, community. And then two days later, they received a, a, enough funds to sponsor 30 women through a uh, through a ten month literacy course and another sewing machine, so when God is behind what you're doing, you will see His blessings, and they ended up raising close to fifteen hundred dollars from one virtual magic show. That's cool. Yeah. So um, that <laughs> is that, that's. That, that, I, that, I, I mean. Well, I will tell you that if if you really do want to donate to me, to our show, you can go to BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give and, oh, and give through PayPal. I don't have a Patreon page. I actually set up one, but we're actually finally, after 16 years, looking to get a nonprofit organization set up. And we just came up with the name. I'm not going to release it yet because I'm not sure yet if it's taken by anybody, but it will not be... Bible News Radio Ministries. We're not going to do that. It will be something else having to do with the Bible, people. Um, and it's so funny you should bring science uh, sewing up today because I actually, my 86-year-old or 87-year-old neighbor today came to my house to teach this girl how to sew. Yeah, she did. Wow. And, and I, yeah, I did. Between a sewing lesson, a talk with Elmo, and now a talk with you. Has this day has just been enriched greatly, <laughs> and, uh, and I, I made myself. I sewed it all by myself with just slight help from my friend, 
a big, huge neck warmer, filled it with white rice, and I'm I'm looking forward to like heating it up later in my big microwave. If I can get the 16 cups of rice that were put into it, I'll heat it up evenly. We'll find out. <laughs> I have a, so I have a, speaking of sewing, I have a question for you that's probably out of left field. Okay. Did you ever watch Doctor Who? Uh, a couple episodes. Okay. Did you ever watch it in in like the 80s when Tom Baker, curly hair? Long Scarf was the main actor in the series? Nope. Okay, well, I'm about to show you a little bit of geekdom. Okay. Um, I am a Doctor Who fan. I've been watching Doctor Who since I was eight. Hmm. And I have knitted two of the scarves from Doctor from Tom Baker's, Do- Tom Baker's series of Doctor Who. Those are, they are 17 and 18 foot long scarves. That's oh. right. I knit. I'm a knitting magician. Hey, that's so cool. Actually, you know what? I know <laughs> a couple of people who were in the Vietnam War who actually took up knitting as a way to relax, and they're men. Yeah. True, yep. true story. Uh, yeah, that's pretty and, cool. And it's very, it is cool. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'll, I'll, and it's, um, it, it works a certain portion of your brain. You can't work any other way. Yeah. And it's, 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 like, it's like music in that way. Uh, music works another portion of your brain. You can't work any other way. So I just when you said sewing, I just brought up knitting. What well, the heck? That's Why freak. Not? But see, that's cool because I learned how to sew today. I actually learned how to. I really did. <laughs> I'm not great at it, not yet. I did. Well, my mom. Used to, my sorry, my friend. My friend told me the line was crooked, but whatever. And Randall pointed out it was crooked, but whatever. Hey, that's okay. I got it sewed together. That was all that matters. It was, you know, I'll get better. Yeah, I will. I remember watching my mom work on her sewing machine when I was a kid. And there is a lot to the uh, to having that skill to being able to so well and create create those kinds of things. Now I have a, I have to tell you that right now my earpiece just went out. I was going to say so, you sound different. Yeah, I sound farther away. <laughs> uh, if you notice, the other, if you'll notice, I actually am upping my voice so you can hear me a little bit more. You can pick up your uh, earpiece. It's okay. Hey, why don't you why don't you do that and I'll do a, like a little break here and then you can come back. How's that? Okay, that works. People, if you're still there listening, the five of you that could tune into this live episode, you know, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. <laughs> but let me tell you, hey, we have uh, we have a couple of ways that you can actually help support our show, and I definitely want you to support Stephen Wood because this guy is genuine as you can see and he really does have a heart of gold i mean seriously well maybe not a literal heart of gold but he's got he's got a heart to serve and uh so i did find his patreon page if you want to go go to patreon then look up stephen wood the magic man is creating magic computers health and music um you can go there you can donate or sign up to be a patreon there Uh, i am not a patreon (laughs) over there yet but but um, like I said, you can donate to us. And another way, if you'd like to give to us uh, out of your your wealth, um, then, you know, if you don't have legal shield yet or identity theft protection, you know, that kind of is my tent making, uh, the magic I do outside of Bible News Radio, uh, you know, and this is such a great product. I mean, it truly is. I actually was talking to somebody today who's going to be coming on our show in a couple of weeks, and they were sharing with me how they've had Legal Shield since it was called prepaid legal, uh, and the lawyer did an amazing thing and ended up getting them six hundred dollars more a month from a, from from somewhere I forgot where, but they'll tell it later when they come on the show because a lawyer got involved and helped them out. And here's the thing: if you don't have your will done, you need to get an advanced directive done. You need to get your your medical and your financial power of attorney in order. Legal Shield is the best way to do it. Then the other partner product we have is ID Shield. ID Shield rocks, and not only that, but we are in the we are now in the business of um, uh, reputation management. And by the end of May, 2020, uh, we are going to probably have the biggest package covering reputation management on the market. Now, if you're like me and you know me, uh, I've talked a lot on this show about how um, you got these big data brokers that are taking all your publicly, your public stuff out there 
and they have all your information out there and they've compiled it and they're selling it to people. Okay. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but places like Ben Verified and other places like that, they do all this and then they sell free information to other people who want to know about you. Just so you know. Well, you know what? Our service is going to help you get that taken off, you know, and it will be actually included in the ID Shield benefits. So, um, yeah, so get in touch with me about that. I know a lot of you already have, but that is another way that you can support Bible News Radio is by supporting our work outside of Bible News Radio. Um, and I am hoping and praying and, and ask for your prayers, too, that um, that as we get the paperwork rolling for the nonprofit, uh, that... Um, you know, that you seriously consider donating as a result of that because um, it's not cheap to do it. <laughs> and part of the benefit to us would be that you would get a tax break giving to us and we would get a tax break and, and stop paying the government tons of money that we don't have. And then lastly, and certainly not least, um, many of you guys know our dog Tuggy Bear passed away not too long ago, like two weeks ago. Um well, he left behind $3,000 in debt for us to pay off. So if you would like to give us a, you know, little love gift toward that little thing there, then that would really help us. Um, and then, of course, our house was in a tornado recently, which incurred almost another $1,000 damage. Had nothing to do with anything that we did. Uh, and so if you have any extra and you want to help us, you know, hit that too, that would be super, super awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I would really appreciate it. Anything that you can give. And you know, we have such donor, you know, you guys are so generous anyway. Um, but here's the thing I just want to throw out and in all sincerity. And that is that, look, if you're one of my regular donors, I'm not asking you to give me anything else. I'm actually pleading to those of you who watch our show and never have given us anything for any work that we've done. You're the ones that need to be giving to the show uh, because you've never given and really, honestly, that's not fair to me and Randall, right? We show up for you all the time. You tell us how great we are. Some of you have said you're going to give to us, but then you never do. And you know what? I'm just being honest and saying this is the time. If you ever meant that, now is the time to donate to our show. And I'm not trying to make you feel guilty or anything. I'm just being honest. Because, um, you know, I can tell you when you say you're going to donate to us and you send me these messages, but then you never do. That really discourages me, especially because you're a Christian telling me it. And that's not cool, you guys. So just consider, you know, what you say and um, and then support us however you feel led, which I hope is generously. Okay, so that's it. All right, I think Stephen's got his earpiece back in, don't you? I do. Yeah, you do. Okay, so Stephen, that was my, that's, that, that was very few people heard that. But anyway, so the maybe the two people, I did. the two people that heard it though. Uh, maybe they feel good about themselves now. <laughs> I, I don't know. Can, anyway. Have, um, can I end this with my personal testimony? Sure, go ahead. Sweet. Right. So, um what I'm going to show you right now is the smallest illusion that I do. Okay. I might have some to magician. Some magicians would end with their largest. I am going to end with my smallest. Okay. All right. Randall's trying to bring you in close. Well, I just came in close to the camera. So, okay. um, so this is a sewing it, trick. It, so let me start by saying that, um, love is one of the themes that I, I talk about in my show. And I've learned about love from a couple of different places. For instance, I am divorced. And as a divorced man, if I learned about love from my divorce, I would learn that love hurts. Yep. I would learn that you can't trust people who love you. I would learn that people who love you betray you. And I wouldn't want to be in love. However, I have learned about love from other places. Uh, for instance, diabetes. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, when I was first diagnosed with diabetes, um, I was terrified of needles. I was a needle phobe. They took the blood out of my body at the phlebotomist stage and I threw up in her office. 
when the doctor, I mean, my doctor called me into the office on a Tuesday to tell me, to tell me about it. He said, you're going to have to take uh, insulin shots right now, today. And I dry heaved on his floor. Um, he told me that I was going to have to go home that Tuesday and I was going to have to take an insulin shot at 5 p.m. with my dinner. So that was, I went home, put the insulin pen in, in the refrigerator. At 5 p.m., I made my dinner, went and get the pen out of the refrigerator. I looked at it, put it back in the refrigerator. <laughs> Did that again at 6, at 7, at 8, at 9. At 9.30, I pulled that needle, that, uh, needle pen out of the refrigerator and gave myself my first shot. The Sunday after I was in church and I prayed to God, I said, God, I cannot handle this. Please take this away from me. And God said to me in a voice as clear as the one that you're hearing now, he said to me, no insulin. Now that kind of freaked me because I didn't know exactly what he was talking about. No insulin. The Tuesday afterwards, I'm sitting on the couch to my, that's now right to my left. And I'm giving myself my insulin shot. And if you know anything about the insulin pens, when you dial up the end of the insulin pen, that's what tells you how many milligrams of insulin you put into your body. And I was looking at that pen, and wouldn't you know it, the end of that pen on that dial said zero. For a week, I had been giving myself a shot with no insulin. You see, the God of the universe loved me so much that he came down into my existence to show me that. My grandmother, I used to go over to her house when I was a kid. And what she would do is she would give me brownies. Now, these weren't just any brownies. These were brownies that I could curl up into a ball. I called them brownie balls because the brownies were moist and chocolatey. And I could, I turned them into a ball and I walked around her house. And walking around her house, I'd eat that brownie ball. And I was the happiest kid in the world. But you know what that was? That wasn't my grandmother giving me something that was eventually going to give me diabetes. No, that was my grandmother showing me her love. And I got to tell you, for those people who are listening to this, if you can learn about that kind of love, if you can learn about the love that God shows us, the love that he showed us through the death on the cross, then that's the kind of love that saves. That's the kind of love that heals. And that's the kind of love that changes the world. There you go. That's pretty stinking cool, just so you know. <laughs> uh, it's uh, not just stinking cool. Um, it's uh, something that... It's something that allows me to put my personal testimony and the love of God into a broken and restored thread. And how many people out there right now, their lives are broken and need to be restored. Mm -hmm. that, that's, you find that in the auspices of our Lord, in the love that he has and what he gives us. So, yeah, he does. And by the, by the way, that is not something that I just came up with five seconds ago. I've been using that story now for a long time with that effect. If y'all come to one of my virtual shows, I, have already, I just showed you my closing effect. So you'll see it again and you can try to figure it out again. But um, that, that's, the, um, that's, the, that's the, the close of my show, but it's also the way people can find satisfaction and change in life. So, All right. Very cool. All right, people. Thank you. So here's the thing. You got to go over to Stephen's website and get all booked. Okay, wait. So, Amen. So what is your, okay, so magicandbeyond.com. Just look yes. at that thing down there. You can point to it. Just yep. point to it. You. You're on screen. <laughs> go ahead. Point down there. You can point. see it. But... You can't. It's, it's just go like this. Wait, you probably can't see me. I can't see me. I can't. Just go I like that. I can't see you. Oh. Oh, you're. No. Lift your hands higher. Okay. Okay, okay higher. Okay, okay, then point down like that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Okay, so, so I do, if I do this, does that help? Yeah, it does. That's it. Magicandbeyond.com. <laughs> there you go. All right. There you go. Go there, people. All five of you watching the show. 
go go there all right all right and that's it so uh today's saturday right yeah so tomorrow is sunday i believe (laughs) and uh yeah so what i want you to do is come back tomorrow night i believe bareface is going to be doing something i don't know what but i will be here of course introduce him and to pave the way to his greatness uh and biblical power uh so (laughs) so uh anyway so you guys you know thanks for tuning in i hope you share this out and watch the replay because there's a lot of good stuff here tonight just so you know all right so as i always say at the end of all my shows be bold people stand up and go with god because he loves you we'll see you later (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.